Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be texting after your first date. When to text, when to chase, and when to back off. So I got an email here from a guy. Obviously, I think he's pretty new to my book, my work. And I can tell after going through his email and reading through it and looking at the text exchange between him and this particular girl he's writing in about that he's looking at things that he learned in my first book, How to Be a 3% Man, as more, and then he's going through videos. It's like, this is what happens when you don't read the book 10 to 15 times. You don't get to know the information too well. You're trying to think of things strategically. So it's everything the woman says, everything she does, they're overanalyzing it and trying to think what's the next perfect response. And so you'll kind of see as I go through his email that about halfway through it, he, he gets a little butthurt and a little impatient and that comes through. And that's why it, it's so hard to do this because you're trying to undo years of programming. I mean, wherever you are in life, if you're new to the stuff that I teach in my book and obviously 3% Man, which you can read for free at understandingrelationships.com, my website, all you gotta do is subscribe to the email newsletter. But when you're trying to apply this stuff. So I mean, if you're 20 years old, you're 30 years old, or you're 50, 60, I mean, I have people of all different ages that come to my work. You're literally trying to undo all of your thinking and being that you're emotionally anchored to up until that point in life. And it's not easy. That's why I say it's like you want to date as many women as you can. You want to interact with as many women as you can. Because if you have abundance in your life, in other words, you have more than one choice and more than one option, you're not going to be in such a rush and become impatient. Because what's going to happen, and I wrote about this in my book, and again, what you, I, I struggled like a motherfucker with this. Because the reality is about every three to five years, you're going to meet a woman who just fucking absolutely knocks your socks off. And if you're not prepared, if you haven't practiced enough, if you've just kind of read through the book a couple of times and watched some videos here and there, when you meet this girl, you're going to lose your shit. And most guys cannot handle. They've never been able to get very far with the woman that knocks her socks off. And that's what I went through. I really tried to detail my journey in 3% Man so you can see where I went wrong when I was learning this stuff and you don't make the same mistakes but i thought this was a, a good email to go through because that's what you're seeing here's a guy who doesn't know the book well enough obviously he's new and you can't expect him to so the idea is that these videos are to help you fine tune and tweak the fundamentals and the principles that are in the book again everything that's in the book is not etched in stone it's it's not like you have to fall everything to the letter or else you're gonna fail and the more a woman likes you in the beginning the more you can screw up before she just blows you off. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote, and then we're gonna go through this guy's email. The quote says, on average, really great women who you have instant emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical connection only come along every three to five years. These are the type of encounters that are effortless and feel like they were divinely orchestrated. However, the average guy who doesn't know any better usually screws these magical meetings up by getting caught up in constant calling and texting that starts out hot and heavy, but slowly fades within the first week or two, which often ends with being ghosted. 
Most guys simply can't handle a beautiful woman who knocks their socks off. They literally talk these women out of liking them by trying too hard, being impatient, which you can see this guy is, gets a little impatient and he gets a little upset and he starts saying things that aren't really appropriate to the flow of the conversation. And rushing things. Just like in sales, you sell your prospect in person, not digitally over your mobile device. Women love masculine men who are mysterious and unpredictable. They fall in love slowly over time. Your electronic device is for making dates, not getting to know someone. So the biggest things that I see in these situations is that guys are texting too much. They get in these texting exchanges. And so this guy went out. He's writing about there's three different women that he's gone out with. And they've all three of them have texted him right after the date. And so he just kind of fumbles the football after that. So let's see where he went wrong so we can take some corrective action and everybody can learn from it. He says, hi, Corey. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and experiences. Your book is truly life-changing. My question is what to do when a girl texts you right after the first date. So I've seen this question a lot over the years. So say you go out and you have a great date. And she texts you right afterwards, maybe a half hour, an hour after you dropped her off. I would typically respond, had a great time too. Hope you have a great night and call me later or something along those lines. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to facilitate her feeling comfortable. Because if she reaches out after you just dropped her off a half hour or an hour before or you, maybe you guys met someplace that's a good sign. That's a sign of high interest. And you'll see that she was displaying lots of signs of high interest, high attraction in him. But he never got the second date. And I could tell it's partly because of the way he handled the texting. So he says, my, my recent dates went really well thanks to your book. It's a great motivation when you see the progression. Well, that's the key. This is a progression. You're trying to learn these things. And the only way you learn it is by getting better because the average guy when he screws it up with a girl that he really feels like this girl's everything on my list of what I want and you're maybe three to five years and on average before you meet somebody else now it doesn't mean it won't happen next week or next month or within a year or two but I'm just when I look back over the course of my life because I'm 49 I'll be I'm 49 and a half now I've seen that in between being single and dating, it's typically three to five years before I meet somebody that I just fucking totally jive with and it feels effortless. I got a buddy of mine who's my same age and he's never dated anybody like that before. Every time he meets a girl that knocks his socks off, he just loses his shit. And so I, I was like laying in bed this morning, it was like 8, 8.30 and boom, I get a text from He's like free. He met this girl, I think it was over the week, yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, over the weekend. And this girl even, they started texting and exchanging conversation, had a lot in common. He ran into her three different times in the grocery store and she was aggressive, really likes him. It's, it's, he saw her and he was just like, there's no way this girl's going to go out with me. There's just, there's, she's too fucking hot for me. And he ran into her three different times in the grocery store. And afterwards he's thinking, I think she was trying to track me down and on top of that she asked him when are they going to get together so i mean that's really high attraction and he was just so dumbfounded by the whole thing that it had happened he wasn't expecting it wasn't looking forward he was just going to the grocery store get a couple things and boom he meets this woman that just fucking knocks his doors off 
And if she hadn't have been that aggressive, he probably would have never even asked her out. But after the third time running into her and her making it easy, he exchanged numbers and things were going well. And so they started texting back and forth. And so the average guy that's in this situation is thinking, I got to text her more. I got to do more. I got to get her to like me more. And so what happens is even after the date's set up, the texting just continues and emojis are going back and forth. Pictures are going back and forth. And then what happens is the, the days go by, the texting, she starts, it tapers off. And then the average guy thinks there's something wrong. What did I do? Oh, I got, I must have upset her. And then they start apologizing or they start texting more. She becomes more distant. Now keep in mind, the average attractive woman has had this experience probably hundreds of times in her life. And women are going to test you in the beginning. They want to see what you're made of. If you really dig them and you know what you're doing and you got your shit together and you're not going to get butt hurt and you're not going to get upset with them because they're trying to screen out the stalkers and the guys that don't know what they're doing and the weak guys, especially if she's really fucking beautiful, she's going to have a lot of choices and a lot of options and she wants to separate the men from the boys. And so the good news is my buddy, who I've known him for about three years, three and a half years now, and this is the first time that I saw him one time I was hanging out when we were having dinner one night and there was this bartender that he knew. He, was, he just he completely changes into something else. He completely treats her differently and he becomes a different person when he gets around a woman he really likes. I'm sure everybody watching this video has either had that, had that experience themselves or they've had plenty of friends or family that they've seen. Beautiful woman walks in the room and the guys just fucking lose their shit falling all over themselves. And so here it is. In three years I've known this dude that now he's met somebody he's just – he's fucking absolutely blown away and he just – he's losing his mind over it. It's kind of funny but – you know, so far, so good. I got their first date set up later in the week, and thankfully, he's he's listening so far. We'll see, we'll see what happens with it. But it's like I I feel for it. It's like dude's forty nine years old, and this is like the first time. Hopefully, he will experience in his life getting to be with a woman like that. Because once you actually get to date and have a relationship with somebody that you feel that way about and who feels that way about you, you get to a point in it where you realize. It's not a big deal. It's a total mind fuck. And we do it to ourselves. We totally mind fuck ourselves. And it's like even some of the texting, my friend was just saying, I'm going to fuck it up. I know I'm going to fuck it up. And so we were talking about that movie Swingers with John Farrow and um, ah, I can't think of his name right now. I know somebody will fact check me in the comments, but um, it's a great movie because you see that. You see this dude. If you haven't seen Swingers, it's, I don't know, I think the movie's 20 years old now at this point it's like vince something or other i think was the other guy that was in it and john favreau's character is just he meets this girl really like and he just totally fucks it up and he does a great job of portraying that that character and that's typically what happens to most guys when they meet a woman they really fucking like they just can't handle it and so what happens to the average guy after that is they give up and they end up settling for a girl that's just average and they have a family with her and it's just it just goes downhill after life it's like they're not passionate about their life they're not passionate about their relationship they have a family they're not really fucking happy and they never reach their full potential it's like these are the things that it's like you slowly start killing yourself when you live this way and it's 
And it's life is a lot more fun when you have somebody in your life that knocks your socks off. When you have great friends in your life who you really fucking respect and you really admire and you really look up to and who are on your team, who are ride or die with you and celebrate your victories. They're not the type of friends that want to see you do well just as long as you're not doing better than them. It just makes our life experience that much richer and that much better. So let's get back to this particular guy's email with all that that setup said. So he says, my question is, what do you do when a girl texts you right after my first date? My recent dates actually went really well, thanks to your book. It's a great motivation when you see the progression. Three of these girls texted me right after the dates, basically thanking me for a great time. When that happened, I followed your advice in the video, texting after your first date. And this is a video that I did like back in 2012 and it really doesn't apply to this particular guy's situation. And so that's part of his first mistake. Doesn't know the book well enough and he's looking for the perfect answer and how to show up on YouTube. And so he, so what he did was he waited till the next morning. It's like because he drops her off and he's like, hey, call me later. Well, she texted him like a half hour later and then he waits to text her the next day. So he says, even though these girls showed high attraction, unfortunately, I never got a second date with them. He says, my latest date, for example, very beautiful and feminine girl. We instantly had a great connection. She asked me many personal questions and I let her do 80 to 90% of the talking. She was very talkative, which I love. So that's a really good sign. She's really expressing a lot of interest. And me personally, I like very outgoing women that like to talk. All of my favorite girlfriends, even the ones from the past I still keep in touch with and see from time to time are like that. And part of having great women in your life is they remind you of how awesome they can be so you don't get discouraged and fucking settle on down later on down the line, which again, most of the people that you know, 99% of the people you know are settling in pretty much just about every area of their life. She touched me off and she played with her hair. We hold hands and we even made out four times during the date. All good signs. When I dropped her off, we kissed again and I told her to call me later and she texted me about 30 minutes later on WhatsApp. I replied the next morning, but a second date never happened. I honestly feel a bit pranked by that last text exchange. I've attached the whole conversation. And notice what he says next. This one really hurt because she was everything that I had written down on my list. Shall I try to ask her out one last time in about a week? And so again, he's kind of misinterpreting what's going on here. And you can kind of see it because he's got a bunch of emojis and pictures in here. So I'll try to do my best to describe the pictures here so you can kind of get the gist of what's going on. So here's her text to him. She says... I reached home. Thanks so much for the lovely time and dropping me back home. So this is obviously the next morning when he responds. He says, hey, sorry, I missed your text. I had my phone on silent last night and I passed out. So, I mean, within 30 minutes of dropping her off, it's like, you figure the time to get home. Like, what does that mean? Like, as soon as he walked in the door, he's <laughs> kind of sounds a little ridiculous, almost like he did it on purpose. And that's the problem is like when you don't know the book well enough and you're searching for the right answer, the right thing to say or text or do, you act like a robot. And women can pick up on that. They're not fucking stupid. 
it's got to flow. It's got to seem natural. But it's, so he's back to his text. He says, but it's great to hear from you. I had a great time. You're a really awesome girl. I want to see you again. When are you free to get together? So what I would have done in this particular case is, so she said, hey, I had a lovely time. Thanks for dropping me back off. I would have texted her back that night because, again, it's only 30 minutes later and more than likely you probably just walked in the door or maybe you're almost home at that point, especially if you live in a busy city. It probably takes you a half hour, 45 minutes to get home anyways with fucking terrible traffic. I would have just said, hey, I had a really great time too. I hope you have a great night. Talk to you later. And I would have left it at that. Now, typically, say this was like you had a date on a Monday night. And she texted you afterwards. I'd probably Wednesday, Thursday, I would I would text her. Because again, you want to give it a couple of days, let it marinate. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And I see often guys confuse thinking she texted you that night. Oh, and now it's time to set up another date. And so what he's doing, he's kind of delaying it till the next day and then trying to set a date then, which I wouldn't have done it that way. Like I said, I would have waited a few days and then maybe Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, maybe Thursday, I would have texted her, say, hey, I hope you're having a great day. Wanted to see what your schedule's like coming up over the next week. On average, most busy professionals, entrepreneurs got maybe one, two nights a week tops that they can get together for a date. And if you're dating other women, you got a busy social life you're not going to have a lot of openings. So sometimes you might be having to set dates up several days in advance. So after that, he says, when are you free to get together? And so she texts back a simple smiley face with like the little halo on it. And so she's not answering right away. You know, she's not saying, here's my schedule. And you can tell that's obviously frustrating. He's thinking, oh, she's not setting the date right, right away. There must be something wrong. He says, that emoji looks very suspicious. I hope you won't kill me now. He says, inside joke. I don't know what that is, but. And she says, killing slowly. And so she sends a gif of a woman kind of looking like. And then he sends a, a picture back of a dog with kind of a, a weird look on his face, which is kind of funny. It's kind of a cute little thing. He says, I will go home and write you a 25 page love poem as an excuse. So that doesn't kind of really make make sense. Already talking about love poem. It's again, this the phone is for setting dates. This is cool if you've been dating for a few weeks, but after you have one date, it's a little too much back and forth. And you'll notice that as I go through this, he's texting her much more words in his text, and she's only sending a few words back and forth. Remember, be direct, decisive, get to the fucking point. Make the date. You're a busy professional. You're focused on your mission, your purpose in life. And she says, he, he, sends a hump day. So I assume that means this was probably on Wednesday. He says, yeah, I forgot you have a dirty mind. How about we meet this Saturday at, and he gives her a time. I want to check out that place you mentioned. And she's got a a gif of an attractive woman going, kind of like, ooh, don't know if that's going to work for me. And then he sends a, a picture of a dog and the dog's like dog's like kind of irritated and pissed off. So you can basically tell that's what's going on. He's kind of irritated. She says, I tried to scare you. Please cry. And he sends an emoji back. It's like a puppy. 
passed out with his arm around a beer bottle and a cigarette, which is kind of funny, actually. She says, LOL. Now, keep in mind, she's not answering his question directly. And he's kind of... And the other thing that I'm noticing is that, you know, there's like an hour in between the responses here. It's like she's not texting back right away. Guys get kind of impatient. Like, hey, I'm texting. And it's like, and then nothing comes back. It's like, what? What's going on here? That's another thing. Sometimes when we'll do that on purpose to see if you lose your shit or you get upset or you get impatient. So he says, hope you're having a great afternoon. When you're not sure about your schedule, then why don't we just do it some other time? <laughs> it's like now he's like, all right, I guess she doesn't want to see me. Fuck it. We'll just do it some other time because I know that was in Corey's book. It's kind of inappropriate and out of place. And she says, yo, V will plan. V will plan. Oh, V, we will plan. V will plan. I think they're from in Europe somewhere. He says, what does that mean? Saturday, question mark. She says, actually, I have a bit of a priority shopping plan this week. I can't confirm to you yet. Hope you understand. He says, all right, let's just do it some other time. So it kind of looks like he's a little pissed off. You know, there's some fun and playful things in there. But you can tell he's kind of a little fucking irritated. But the idea is when she says, hey, I have a bit of a priority shopping plan. So I can't confirm to you yet. I was like, hope you understand. I was like, no problem. Just get back to me when you figure out your schedule and we'll plan it then. Love to see you. Simple as that. But instead, he's kind of communicating. He's fucking irritated with her. Because he's in his mind, he's already given up. He's already like, oh, she doesn't like it. Just like my buddy's going, I'm going to fuck it up. This is when you've never been out with a, and had a relationship with a woman knocks your socks off. And every time you've blown it when those events happen, why wouldn't you think that? You think you're going to think after a while there's something wrong with yourself. There's something wrong with me. This girls don't like, oh, there it is. This is what always happens. This is how it always works out. There's no way she's going to fucking like me. And so the way he perceives himself, remember, people will act consistently with how they view themselves to be. And it doesn't matter whether the view is accurate or not. And so I can tell by looking, reading through this email and those that texting exchange, and just like my buddy, it's like doesn't have a high opinion of himself. And so therefore he's expecting to fuck it up. He's expecting to get rejected. And the first he assumes the worst. Instead of, well, maybe she just doesn't know what her schedule is. And be patient. Think from the end. Of course she's going to want to go out with me. So let's get back to the last few questions here in his email. He, and he says, this one really hurt because she was everything I had written down on my list. Shall I try to ask her out one more time in a week? Well, I would... This particular email was from a few months ago that I had red flag, thought I'd be a good one for a video at some point. So, yeah, I would have given it a week if you hadn't heard from her, a week, week and a half, and then I would have tried one more time to set it up. But, like I said, there's just too much BS going back, too many pictures, too many just, like, not getting to the to the point here. I would have definitely texted her that night and waited a few days. So he kind of fumbled the football with his texting was kind of messy. But the big thing 
where it appears that you went wrong is that you communicated in your text and some of those pictures that you sent that you're fucking irritated with her. And that's all it takes because you're not the first guy that's gotten irritated with her when she kind of, I don't know, I don't know what my schedule is. I'm going to have to check. He says, I'm very confused. What is the best way to handle this situation? Do they think I play games by replying to them the next morning, which I actually am, LOL. I was like, yeah, there's no reason to wait till the next morning when she's texting you literally like 30 minutes after you dropped her off. Should I reply to them the same evening and then wait four to five days to ask them out for a second date to let them wonder a bit more? Yes. But it doesn't mean you have to wait exactly four to five days. The idea is it's a guideline because I understand that the average dude that's learning this stuff, his problem in the past is he's been too fucking impatient and he gets irritated right away and he gets butthurt right away and he communicates that. And the average girl has had probably at least a couple of stalkers, a couple angry ex-boyfriends, guys that got pissed off. And I don't know where he met this girl. He didn't really say, but if if they don't know you that well and you're already getting butthurt and pissed off and you're trying to set the second date, you scare enough to, even though she had high attraction, you're like, whoosh, whoosh, that's it. You're out. You're done. You got no more shot at that. So it's super important that you take your time and slow the fuck down. And I know on average, if I tell a guy to wait four or five days, he might wait two to three days, which is gonna be better if i tell the guy to wait four or five days or a week you might wait three to five days or four to five days so that's the idea is we're trying to kind of get in the flow how would a person how would a professional act normally if you're busy you got other things going on most people that work monday through friday jobs their only free time is probably going to be in the weekends or maybe a night during the week and so with that in mind that's why it's you start out, you go out on one date per week. So the big takeaway from this is just the texting is messy and you're communicating and texting that you're fucking butthurt. And it doesn't take much to scare a girl away and communicate that you, you get mad easy and you get butthurt. Because again, whether it's them or at the girlfriends that they know, women have had enough guys, they know to recognize the signs. When a dude's getting angry and pissed off, that's the guy that women are terrified of getting involved with. And you can understand why, poof, nothing happens and it doesn't go anywhere. But like I said, the way this guy's perceiving himself and the way he's talking, just like the example with my buddy, is that, again, you, you talk yourself out of out of her liking you. And it was obvious. I mean, she displayed all the signs, playing with the hair, touching his arm, doing all the talking, texting him right after the date. Those are all good signs of high interest. But again, it doesn't take much to screw that up, especially if she sees that you get butthurt when she tests you and she messes around with them. Like as you can see, she's kind of jerking around a little bit. She's not getting right to the point and trying to make a date. And that's the important thing. That's where being direct, decisive and getting to the point and making a definite day, definite time and a definite place to meet for your plans that is what I consider a definite date. So again, if you haven't read 3% Man, you can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com. You can read it for free. You can also read my second book for free, Mastering Yourself, also by subscribing to the email newsletter. 
And if you'd like to get my help personally, maybe you're in a similar situation and you don't want to screw it up, quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works for you. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.